Uh, ask the podcast coach for May 5th, 2018. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is, finally, that fun-filled music. That means it's Saturday, it's 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. It's time for Ask the Podcast uh, Coach. (laughs) Easy for me to say, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am Dave Jackson from the theschoolofpodcasting.com, and joining me right over there is the one and only Jim Collison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Uh, Happy belated Star Wars Day. Yesterday was May the 4th. Yes. And so, you know, it didn't wasn't as big of a deal this year as it seems like it's been in years past. I don't know. Maybe people got distracted with a Friday or whatever, but that used to light up on Facebook and eh, it was marginal this year. Uh do want to mention that uh, after a fair amount of deliberation, I did not put out last week's episode. There were two things that were going on last week. We tried BeLive.TV and for me, at least, I'm having some issues with that platform. And by the time I cut out all the times of me getting frozen up and then cutting it out, and then a lot of it was I was really distracted. And then uh, we just talked a lot about BeLive.TV, and it really didn't make for great audio. No, it it wasn't great. It was about seven minutes of content last week. (laughs) Let's let's answer the good question. So Chris Nessie from uh, HouseOfEdTech.com said, hey, I've got an H6. Should I just take the an audio uh, Technica ATR2100? Should I go directly into the computer or should I go into the H6 and use the H6 as an audio interface? And both Jim and I said, I'd probably go into the H6 just to give it a little more oomph. And then, of course, uh, the, the proverbial answer is, hey, try them both and uh, record what you're doing and then vote with your ears. But other than that, uh, we try to talk about Google. I tried. And every time I got in the middle of it, I locked up. And all the, the main point of that was uh, everybody's like, hey, there's this new Google app and it still isn't quite doing what people are saying. It makes it sound like if you go to Google Chrome and you do a search and you're on an Android device, you'll get play buttons. And I tried that yesterday and it's still you have to click on the a link to get the play buttons. And you also have to have a little bit of code in your uh, in your website for that to kind of show up. But other than that, the rest of it was us going, wait, no, wait, what do you think of then? Meanwhile, I'm over there. There's clicking. Dave. Dave's gone. I, yeah. I think I must've said up oh, days locked up yeah. probably 15 times. Yeah. We did have uh, I, I went out to Facebook and got some, some questions this morning. I've got a big one too. Oh, so good. Let's start with it. yours. Okay. Let's, let's talk about it. So this Tuesday is patch Tuesday. Speaking of windows. So this will fit right in with what we were talking about. Yeah. So this Tuesday is patch Tuesday, May 8th is the day. What that means is Microsoft rolls out all the patches that they do. This one in particular is going to contain the newest upgrade. 1803 is what they're calling it. The April 2018 update. Super exciting name is what they're calling it. Um, Usually over the last couple updates, I have been like, just install it. You'll be fine. Roll with it. You know, kind of test it. I am absolutely recommending you delay this patch. <laughs> you, you, if you go, if you are running a Windows box and you're on Windows 10, if you go into, if you hit the start button and go to the settings, that's the little round gear. Then if you go into the updates and settings tab, there is a, in the Windows update, there will be an advanced options tab. And depending on the version that you're running, if you're on the current version, which is 1709, you'll be able to, to um, pause that update and extend future updates uh, all the way up to a year if you want to do it that way. Uh, you can also delay um, some of the patches that come down for improvements. So 
It is definitely not ready for prime time. It has had all kinds of problems. It's causing blue screens. It's it's causing USB ports to stop working. It's causing, I mean, it is, I don't know what they, I mean, they had a really good patch or a really good update on 1709 last fall. And we were like, oh, good, this is just rolling. And this one has been an absolute disaster. So I would recommend you delay and then delay until you stop hearing people complain. That's the, that's kind of <laughs> what, it's probably going to take a month or two or three for them to get the bugs worked out. There is absolutely nothing in this update that benefits podcasters. It comes with one new feature called Timeline, and that's pretty much it. There's some security features that's coming with Windows Defender and some other things that are in there that will be helpful. But for the podcaster, nothing new, like I got to have this update. So while in most cases I've told you in the past, yeah, you'll be fine. Just go ahead and download it. Do not let this one install. Now, you're you're you know, there are people who are installing it and it's working just fine. But I'm telling you, there's more than less that are having problems with this thing. So definitely delay it if you can. If you have questions or not problems, because I can't I can't troubleshoot or solve Windows problems. But if you got questions on how to delay that or whatever, you can uh, you can send me you can tweet at me at Jake Collison or whatever, and we'll get you we'll get you kind of set up there. But you have been warned. <laughs> or the ultimate solution, according to Steve, get a Mac. Yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 it yes, get a Mac, and yeah, get yeah. a Mac. And then yeah, if you then, don't, if you don't want to deal with Windows stuff, and then when the new El Capitan or whatever the new operating system comes uh, out, yeah, of that, Mac's had its own problems. They've yeah. done their own stupid things. They don't, you know, they're not trying. What's great about Mac is their or Apple is they're focused all their efforts on iOS, not on the Mac OS. They've done very little with the Mac OS over the last, I don't know, three, four years. There's been some things that they've done, but it's they're leaving it alone, which is what Microsoft should do to Windows. They should just leave it alone, except they don't have another OS to mess with. You know, they don't have iOS. They don't their their Windows mobile platform stalled and it's not going anywhere. So they keep jacking around with Windows and they, they, it's like if it's not broken, like 1709 is just a really good so last September's release is a really good release. We could just stay on that and everybody would be fine for yeah. a couple of years, right? There's nothing new that needs to be done. They they believe there there is, there does. One of the drawbacks is the Edge browser, right? So the Edge browser is the new right. their replacement for Internet Explorer. Can only be updated through the OS. It doesn't it doesn't have its own separate installer or its own separate updater. Wow. And so if you're going to make improvements to the, yeah, it was kind of like 1996 all over again. Yeah. If you're going to, um, so if they're going to update edge, which they want to, you got to update the OS. So they're kind of stuck in this weird, and I don't know what they did, but they just really junked up this, 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 uh, 1803. So I'm kind of hoping, you know, when I hear I'll keep my ear to the ground, when I hear it's ready to, to go and you can let it install, that's fine. But I would delay it. Um, if, if it all it all costs, and there's some folks like Mike Howard who are nope, never going to go to Mac. They're just not going to do it. I'll be honest, I, I don't want to relearn things. Yeah, like I just don't want to yeah. in that area. That's I mean, I I have a Mac. I haven't turned it on in a while, and it's just a case where when I do, it's like wait, and that's that's why I still use my PC. It's like because I know how to do stuff over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Doug uh, is asking about Defender. I mentioned that. Is that all he needs on a PC, or should he also use additional antivirus? It really depends on how hard you use the internet. If you are 
You know, if you're out on the internet and you are constantly going to new sites or you're trying new bits of software or you're, I mean, if you are a above average user and you are cranking hard on the internet, you probably need something beyond Defender. Defender's pretty good now. It's gotten a lot better. Defender is the antivirus software that's built into Windows for, for folks who are wondering. Yeah. For most people right now, if you're running the latest version, 1703, or I'm sorry, 1709 of Windows, Defender is all you need. Good enough for most people. Um, if you're if you're a hardcore user, you should probably, I use Bitdefender. That's one of the things I use because um, I'm, I'm pretty adventurous on the internet. So you, you might want to try that as well. Malware Bytes is another yeah. favorite. It's not antivirus, by the way. So yeah, you, you're not. But Defender and Malware Bytes are a good combo. Malware just by the lifetime, or you know, by the year, the annual plan. Let it run on your PC all the time. So I that's still, the answer to that. I still have McAfee, and I've always heard that's like junk and crap, and you know, it's like well, but um, it, yeah, I, it, it's better than nothing, Dave. To yeah, be honest, what yeah. I do is I I have that on, and then like once a week I'll fire up. Windows Defender to get its updates and have it scan. I'm amazed that sometimes one will catch something that the other one doesn't. So, yeah, some Defender is not as aggressive as some of those other AVG malware bytes, yes. uh, you know, uh, McAfee, Norton. Um, they're not, it's not as aggressive. And so it, it, it will seemingly miss things. Although I've had those, vi- those solutions find things that weren't really needed to be found. So yeah. it's a tough situation, um, you know, but definitely have something on there. If you can, um, if you have nothing, you have a problem. Yeah. You have to have something. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just pull your pants down. Cause yeah. Um, SP says windows 10 screwed up my laptop with an update two months ago, which led me getting a new laptop because I was running off, uh, 1.2 terabytes, 5,400 RPM drive. Now I have, M2 SSD operating system drive and four terabytes of storage. That sounds fun. Yeah, that's that's a nice box. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Six, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It's, you know, we, we don't we don't spend a ton of time talking about hardware, but hardware can be your friend in podcasting. And, you know, the box I'm running here that I use for, for my camera and stuff is a Core i7. So it's a very fast 16 gig of RAM. I'm running, a, I don't know, I think a 256 gig SSD drive is the C drive, which... Dave, you know, in, in your situation there, you're, are you running off a spinning drive on yeah. the one that keeps or is it yeah, a this SSD? Is, this is about, this is one of the things that's older than I think it is. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was going to say five years and it might be closer to seven. Because I remember I bought this when I first got my separate office. So that's going on three years ago, which probably means, and I was in that office for two years. So yeah, probably five years. Yeah. So it's um, so maybe time for an upgrade, right? I mean, you can uh, hardware prices are in are are pretty inexpensive yeah. now. They're not they're not bad, you, you know. And you know, if you spend, don't spend four hundred dollars. Yeah. You know, try and spend a grand. That will get you uh, it, not as much as a Mac, but that will get you some really nice equipment. Um, SP has gotten an M two M dot two drive. M dot two SATA is really kind of the fastest memory you can get. That's not RAM that will allow you to put your OS on there. And so that's a really nice box. It's amazing what happens when you change and you see the difference in speed. And you're like, oh God, how did I ever live with without my, this? My stepson had a little um, iMac 
I forget the little thing you, I have one. That's the one I have. It's a little uh, hockey puck one, little, little Mac puck. mini, Mac mini. Yeah. Mac mini. And he somehow, uh, hacked it and put in an SSD drive in that thing. Yeah. And it was amazing. The difference between yeah. it screams. Yeah. It's really any more. If you're buying a new PC, it's going to come or make sure it comes with at least an SSD drive. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the standard you could get away. Anything 250 gig or more is going to be fine. Windows takes about 80 to run properly. It's going to fill up to about 150 with all its cruft. So, you know, you, um, that, that should be fine. But the, the only thing that makes me nervous about SSD drives is, and this goes, I would do this with any computer, make sure you're using Backblaze or Carbonite or whatever you're using to back that thing up. Because the nice thing about spinning hard drives is they let you know when they're going to die. In some cases, they start squeaking and squealing. And you're like, Hey, what's up with that? So it gives you a chance to like, I better start backing this stuff up if you haven't, uh, yeah. which you should anyway. You should anyways, regardless of what kind of drive you're on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, well, it can, hardware can cover a multi, a multitude of sins. And, uh, it's just one of those kinds of things that as a podcaster, you might want to take a look at, um, you know, and start planning back to school that I know we're just getting into summer, but back to school is generally when there's a lot of PC sales that go on. Um, you can also find you know, on Amazon and stuff, you can find some pretty nice used deals too, where they come off of a business lease mm-hmm. and you can get them that way. Um, so, it, you know, that's, it's, it, if you're using Dave, if you're using a five or seven year old PC and it's starting to have problems, there's not going to be too many more things you could do. You could replace your spinner with an SSD. You could try to find some Ram to upgrade it. I don't think the Ram's the problem, but yeah. you're probably four gig of Ram probably on that thing. And, you know, windows works best under about an eight, eight gig at this point. Like it really, you want to give it as much space as you can. So some options to upgrade. Um, if you're if you're thinking about it, yeah, summer's a good time to do it. Well, summer here in the United States, anyways. Yeah, this is a 16 gigs of RAM, hmm. Intel Core, uh, 3.6 gigahertz. Core uh, what? Core i Core i seven dash four seven nine. So you you have an early gen, probably gen one or two Core i seven. No, you actually, Dave. If that's the case, like I thought, maybe you were running a Core two Duo or something yeah. like that. If that's the case, uh, I would not necessarily think about replacing it for you. It's a matter of that. It's power. Like, so that Core i7 is just not as efficient as today's Core i7s. Right. So you're just probably pulling a little bit more. You couldn't even measure it, to be honest with you. A little bit more power. Yeah, I think if you've never reinstalled Windows, I think your next step is like, okay, let's just blow this thing away and, and get Windows on here fresh. Um, if it's a five-year-old image, you yeah. You know, there's some, there, there could be yeah. some sketchy, but well, back everything up before you do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fun thing with that is for me, I don't do this as much as I used to, but I used to install a lot of software, play with it and then delete it. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. can kind of make your hard drive. That messes windows up. Yeah. It messes the registry up, right? There's this registry in yeah. windows. And yeah, no, I think you could get, you'd get a lot of lifts, back everything up. It's going to take you a day or two, back everything yeah. up, reinstall windows, reinstall only what you need. It'll get you back to a really nice, fresh instance. Make sure you know where your drivers are. Run that Bellarc. I think we've talked about this before. B-E-L-A-R-C. There's a Bellarc. Uh, um, it's an inventory of your PC. You can download it. It'll inventory everything. It'll pull all of your keys off of your software, too. So when you print that out, 
you know, say you'd bought Office and it had a it had a unique key for it. It'll pull that key. If you've had Adobe products that you own and it's got the key, it'll pull the the you know that the key you need to yeah. make the thing work. It'll pull those keys. So it's a nice way of giving an inventory on what was on your PC before and any keys associated with them, so that when you blow it away and start over, you don't have to go rebuy it again. Do you? Is it? Does it automate putting the keys back? No, no. It just it just gathers them yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah. See, I've got all that in, the report. I've yeah. got all that in LastPass, so that's no oh, good. Good, but it's a good good inventory to yeah. run just to kind of go. Oh, here's what was on. Move it to another PC. You know, you get a little uh, PDF. Yeah. Move it to another PC somewhere. Put it on a jump drive, whatever. And uh, you've got that way. You've got an inventory of at least what was on your PC before you blow it away. Yeah. How close is Utah to Omaha? Oh, it's a good it's probably driving or flying. It's a three hour flight. It's uh, probably 20 hours of driving. Cause there, I I've just, I'm surprised these places that hold these things. Like if somebody's going to spam me and go, Hey, would you mention me on my show? It would be places like this. There's a thing going on in Utah, the Utah podcast summit. Join us for the inaugural Utah podcast summit presented by KSL news radio. KUER 90.1 X 96 and the Miller Business Resource Center. So it's a bunch of radio nice. people. Uh, let me. I'm find, assuming in Salt Lake City. Yeah, it's. Um, let me throw this in the chat. It's just utahpodcastsummit.com. Is I can't find the live chat room. There it is. And they've got. I recognize the one guy from Facebook. Let's see, June second. So that's next month. Sandy, Utah. Where the heck is Sandy? It's got to be a suburb of of uh, Salt Lake because Salt Lake's an easy flight in if you're if you're trying to get to Utah um, Sandy Utah let's see where this is um, oh yeah suburb well let's see hold on yeah it's a south suburb of uh, a Salt Lake City show that's a nice little flight in that would actually be June it's a little close what what was the date on that June, June 2nd so we're less yeah. than a month away yeah well yeah what's the cost Ah, uh, that's a good question. Cause I know Chris Holyfield yeah. from I am salt Lake. When I was doing a thing about local podcasters, uh, he came up a lot and I know Margaret, Margaret, uh, the, one of the, one of the speakers, uh, Margaret, she's from dirt in your skirt. I, I knew her from the old days of uh, Spartan radio. So she's, she's doing a lot of great stuff. That's interesting. If you cool. get a oh, register now, I'm like, where's the register now? But, oh, here we go. Web access only. Okay. Uh, ticket summit plus web access, 80 bucks. No, that's not bad. No. So that's you, not bad. It'd be a flight for me, but yeah, if you're in the neighborhood, you might want to cool. ch- check it out. And all the sponsors are um, media people, you know, FM 103, 103.5, the arrow and KSL TV five and KSL news radio 102.7 FM. I'm like, it's kind of, it's a, a fairly radio TV media kind of, which is well, maybe, cool. Maybe they have a progressive radio market there. That's kind of catching on that. If these radio folks realize they're just podcasters too, that they could, um, you know, they can create a real splash if they, if they really embrace the podcasting community, but cause they're just podcasters, right? That's, that's all radio people are. They're podcasters in disguise. That's it. Media you creators. Know? What I always say. Yeah, that's you know, it. No, content right creators. It's you know. just another form. Right. And so, um, when, when they, I, I'm a little afraid of that, to be honest with you, because they have the, they have the ability to do both. Like we can do podcasting. That's awesome. But we can't do podcasting and radio. 
they can. Yeah. And, you know, they've got some embedded audiences that if they would do some content and then say, hey, let's move this conversation over to our podcast, you can head over here. Man, that's an advertising model that that works. So we, we, you know, we've blasted the radio folks in the past. They're not getting it. They're not blah, blah, blah. Yeah, in some ways, I'm not sure we want them to get it because uh, they can. I think they could, they've got an extra audience. They could they could dominate and do pretty well. Well, I was going to talk about our patron uh, patrons at this point. Yeah. And uh, Patreon has changed the back end. So this is going to be a little messy. Um, and, well, here's the, the cool thing. Uh, not many people take advantage of this, but Josh Liston did where you get an hour with me at a much discounted rate than you normally would. Nice. So you can find him at uh, Shannara World. That's S-H-A-N-N-A-R-A world.com. He also does the uh, uh, podcaster survival guide at tpsguide.org. Uh, and yeah, that was the problem. I was in the wrong account. I'm like, what What the All heck? Right. Uh, coming back. in at $20, we have uh, Greg at DebtShepard.com. Uh, Jonathan at uh, weeklyawesome.com, who actually was on a podcaster's roundtable. Really nice guy. Glenn the Geek at over at uh, horseradionetwork.com. Josh Rivers at podcastingexperiments.com. Max Truscott at aviationnewstalk.com. And Shane from Spybrary. Our lovely $10 donations come in at barrykessler.com. Frank, buddy. Mr. Miller, I still need your website. Yeah, we have two Franks. We have Frank Miller and Frank Brill. And it must be something with people named Frank. They don't want to promote their stuff, but I appreciate the donation anyway. Uh, Jeff over at Podnuts, the computer repair podcast. Nuts is N-U-T-Z because he's cool like that. Nick Suberling from CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. And Nick asked me, why is my picture on the wall? And I figured out why. I don't have a picture. If you sent one or it got lost or whatever, but Nick, if you're listening, send me another one. I'll be happy to put you. And that goes for anybody. Be happy to put you on the wall. Uh, Sean over at beyourownnerd.com. And Sean is definitely a nerd. This man loves, he's, he's getting ready to do videos and stuff. He is so geeking out on, on equipment. It's, it's awesome. Um, coming in at $5, we have Darren at cornertalk.com. Uh, Doug over at become limitless.org and i gotta make let me make sure because i know the last time we did this doug's in the chat if we get it wrong so yeah it's like i want to make sure i don't No, it's become because i think i said last time becoming limitless it's not it's become limitless uh illiquity over at oh and i know it's um i I don't have it in my notes but she does is she in the chat room it's something like Uh, travel it's gluten-free travel is her podcast i need to put that in my notes um Corey over at Ivy Envy, Jay Cleveland Payne at jclevelandpain.net. Uh, Jason Curtis, thank you for your $10. Jeremy Dennis, who also joined us last week in the uh, what was the Be Live TV debacle over at uh, transmissionspodcast.com. <laughs> Some guy named Jim Collison at theaverageguy.tv. We need a Rock name on. for We need a name for that. Like uh, you know like in Cleveland we just talk about the fumble. You know, I mean, there's like a name for a disaster. We, <laughs> we, yeah, yes, yes. We'll, uh, we'll come up with one. Maybe the chat room can come up with a disaster name. Yes. Uh, Joe Salsi High over at stackingbenjamins.com. Joe Taylor, who I got to hang out with uh, a little bit ago, was very cool. Uh, onfaceedge.com. Kim at distractedlifepodcast.com. Mark W. King at oddly enough, markwking.com. Michael Ray, we should know his show. I don't have it in the notes. Uh, it changes from time to time. Yeah. So it may be hard to, 
keep up with that. I can't keep up with one. Uh, Rob Griffiths over at bedtime.fm slash story time, as well as bedtime FM slash peace out. Uh, Ryan Jackson, uh, better known as Cauldron's Crypt. Um, and Troy Heinrichs at the Blacklist Exposed. Did you see the thing I put on Facebook? Mm. They worked the word Heinrichs into an actual episode of the Blacklist. How cool. You know, we talk about like if you mention somebody's name on your podcast, we all get giddy. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be to have them list your name on a TV show? Because it was something like somebody was calling in from the Heinrichs Institute or something like that. I was like, <laughs> how cool. That would be great. Is that. And then our awesome $1 supporters, including Alan Palmer, uh, Barb, who was just here a minute ago. Find her yep. at anchor.fm slash Barb T-U-S-A. Uh, creepykingdom.com. Uh, I actually support myself, apparently. Dave Jackson. Uh, that must have been me testing Patreon. Um, I give myself a dollar a month. Yes. Um, Dave from uh, Ottawa Works. Emily, the one and only Emily from the Story Behind podcast, as well as ePodcast Productions. Um, Garrett Godfrey from Crowdfunding Christian Music. Uh, Gary and Margaret from KiwiMana.co.nz. They do the uh, bee peeking, bee, bee peeking. Yes, the they peek at bees. They go, hello, Mr. Bee. bee. Are you in there? Are yes. you in there? Beekeeping podcast. Uh, Reza at uh, uh, Reza. Why do I have Reza? I know who this is. It's Craig. Um, I have, well, it's because I have some sort of Spanish. Aprender Inglés con Reza. Hmm. And then I have Y. Nice. So I have some sort of weird typo in there. And then I saw Inglés podcast. I'm like, there's no Reza at Inglés podcast. It's Craig. It's Craig. Um, the International Podcast Awards uh, dot com. Thank you very much. Jason at uh, Jason. I don't have your um, your your website. So if you're hearing that, Jason Griffin, let me know. Uh, Jeffrey over at the Genealogy Showcase dot com podcast. Uh, Lucas Apps. Let me know what your website is. I'll be happy to promote it. Uh, Bumble from mask, M-A-S-Q, me.org. Uh, Mike Moody from the Mr. Robot podcast at oddly enough, Mr. Robot podcast.com. Paul over at uh, fighting through fighting through podcast.co.uk. That's the one about uh, the unpublished war memoirs of uh, WW2 people. Uh, Brandon over at the Seahawkers podcast.com. And I'm running out of room. Um, oh, and I know this guy's name. Slept in podcast. It's slept in class.com. It's, it's Sean, I believe it's Sean or Aaron slept in podcast. I, I he has his name as slept in government class. Mm. Uh, that's the name of his podcast slept in government class and slept in class.com. But I want to say if you, if you up your, your support to $5, we'll make sure Dave gets it right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then if I go to no, uh, this is always a weird one. Here's a no reward list. Yeah, those are folks who've come in where maybe you've deleted the reward that was there before, or they just are giving a donation. I think they can do that. I don't think they have to choose an award. Yeah, they just came in. So, yeah. so Adam uh, Weddle, Alan Meisner, or Misner, Andy Sokolovich, thank you very much, at UnleashStrengths.com. Yeah, uh, Andy's, a good, Andy's a good buddy of mine. Yeah, Brian Cody Sison, of course, our buddy. Uh, Connie Whitesell. From smallbiz101podcast.com, uh, Dale Henninger, Dry Cleaner Cast. That's interesting. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gabriel Mulrill. I see what this Yeah, this is. This is people that have, have done things in the past. 
Mm-hmm. So the question is, do we do we still list them or not? Are they still supporting? Uh, like this guy did, but he didn't. He doesn't anymore. No, oh, yeah, probably not. Then. Yeah. So that's that's the tricky. That's part. the old list. Yeah, you guys got it. You guys got lucky. Yeah. Of course, Jason. You can Bryan, jump back in. Yeah, Jason Bryant from uh, uh, Matt Talk Online. Um. Yeah. We'll just the rest is confusing. So, but thank you to everyone who's keeping the lights on here at uh, askthepodcastcoach.com. And um, if you're a member, if you are a five dollar or more member, you actually got a video this week or last week of me showing the different tools for turning audio into video. So the wave, the uh, spare min, and audiogram. So I made a video and threw that up in the uh, the Patreon group. And I played last night with this thing called shells or something. It's weird. You basically do a, a minute long video and it lasts for 24 hours. So it's almost like an Instagram story kind of thing just for, and you do it in the Patreon app. And I was, uh, so I went on and said, Hey, if anybody has any questions, send them over to David school podcasting.com. And that went to just the patrons, which was kind of uh, we, we missed Steve sleeper over at the North Omaha. Although that's, I think he's, he has another site that we, that he, he gives to you. How did I miss Steve? Seems see in there. Uh, see Steve, that. maybe your payment stopped. No, I'm just kidding. That was what happened to me. I was supporting Steve at North Omaha at the North Omaha podcast and my credit card, something went wrong with my credit card. So all my payments stopped. So I had to go in there and, and redo the credit card. And, um, so he was, I, I dropped off and then came back on, you know, while you're, while you're looking for that, Dave, I'm always amazed if you're, if you are a podcaster and you are using Patreon, go into your Patreon manager, your Patreon manager, a list of patrons and click on monthly payment. Like we did look over at the tab next to it called lifetime. Yeah. Like that's pretty amazing to me. I've got, I've got a guy who's given to, to the, to the network $200 lifetime. That's a big deal. That's a big like, deal. When you start thinking about it, you're like, that's a commitment. And he was one of the first and been one of the most faithful. And, uh, and, and I just, that's, you know, when you read that list, that full list, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, everybody who, you know, uh, everybody, whether they get your name written, you know, read off or not is pretty amazing. And, and I appreciate that you guys support Dave in that way. That's super important to me. I say that every time, but it is really important to me. So thank you for doing that. Well, if I go to the S's, I have Shane, Sean Park. Slept in government class. I don't have a Steve. It might be under, I wonder if it came in under his Steve throw in the, what, what would you have put it under in your, um, it's coming under the North Omaha history podcast. Look, look and see if it came in under that. Ah, there it is. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Somehow. Yeah. I see it right there. Steve sleeper at earn.show.com. How did I miss him? There you go. Now you got me all. Now we're going to make a big deal about him on the show. That's it. (laughs) There you go, Steve. Well, here's what, yeah. Um, check out your if you're if you are a Patreon if you're using Patreon. Go ahead this week. Go out and check your uh, lifetime, folks. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you know, appreciate them. I just while you were talking, I just sent my my guy a note and said, "Hey, two hundred bucks, seriously, that's awesome. Thank you for yeah. doing that. I appreciate it." There's well, nobody even close. Nice. Oh, here's something that's fun. I, I did a thing, and you'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the Dave thing that people hate which I'm going to talk about something now that we talk about on the school of podcasting. So you'll hear this. I'm going to, I'm purposely doing a rerun. Uh, Tell people to get past it, but it's a, it's an interesting stat. Um, I was looking at, cause Ray was doing the, uh, the sound for pod save America. 
And so I went out to Pod Save America. So this isn't anything that is not, I mean, you can get this off the internet. It's not like Ray, you know, gave me any inside information. But here's the thing. Their tickets for these events, anywhere from 40 to $79 each. And if you're a student, they do have a student discount, $25. But here's the thing. They have two nights at Madison. I was going to say Madison Square Garden. That'd be really cool. Uh, Still impressive. Radio City Music Hall. So then I Googled Radio City Music Hall capacity, uh, 6,015. So if you you say, well, let's go. What if they were all $40 tickets? Uh, 6,000 times 6,015 times 40 is $240,000. Uh, 240,600. So $240,600. Now, granted, there's equipment costs, there's oh, yeah. travels, there's hotel, there's food, but that's where I went. And and then they're doing, and that's for one night of four guys sitting on a stage talking about politics. I was like, mm-hmm. and then they even, uh, they're, they're playing in Pittsburgh. I'm like, all right, let's get out of, let's, let's, let's find something a little more realistic. Uh, and they are playing at some place in Pittsburgh called the Bayum Theater, uh, 1,313 people there. You multiply that by $40 a ticket, $52,520 for one night. Mm-hmm. And yeah, was, you'd, be, you'd be surprised how fast you can spend that, though. These guys oh, yeah. advertise. There's setup costs. There's the website. There's yeah. paying somebody to, you know, there's all the, all that, all those tickets have fees. Um, yeah. Know, the facility, uh, Radio City Music Hall is probably, I think a piece of that. Yeah. That's a $75,000 venue for that, you know, for that night or for those two nights. So, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's good money to be made. But as you know, from, I mean, just think of your time uh, with as the director of oh, podcasting yeah. for, right, the, for whatever that was in those days. Um, that's big business, but it's also, you can lose money just as fast as you make it. That's true. And I didn't even think about that. Cause if you're going into a place that's union, forget about it. You can sneak. Mm-hmm. My favorite was I was sitting there and they were doing some sort of live broadcast thing and we needed one more chair. And so they had to phone somebody like I couldn't like walk over and grab one and bring it over. Like that was for whatever reason, it was a union shop. You had to have a union person do it. And, yeah. uh, so this guy brings over a chair and Rick looks at me and goes, that just cost me 300 bucks. And I'm like, get out of here. He goes, no, 300 bucks. I'm like for a chair. And he goes, yep. 300 bucks. And I was like, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It's so it's big money. You look at it that like, you're like, oh, this should be, wow, that's easy. I can't believe. No, it's really not. You're that, that money gets, gets soaked up pretty fast by, you know, the various fees that go on around it and God, and then don't feed people. That is oh. like if you want an endless black hole, <laughs> just feed people, and and then nobody likes it, and you know it's like uh, pizza or and yeah. like the fish, you know, yeah. and it's just I'm a it's vegan. Just, we, I I've been free. I've, I've been struggling a little bit with having an Omaha meetup. I've been talking about this several times, and every time I go to get it started, whether it's a podcasters meetup or I'm going to do a tech meetup or whatever. I think through all the steps that have to be done to get that done, and I, I, it just stops me. I'm like, oh God, I, I don't, you know, even for 50 or 75 people, and I've done events, you know, 150, 200 people, and it's, it's weeks of work or months of work. It's expensive. Um, mm-hmm. and I always made money on them, but, but it's just, 
it's a lot of stress. And I just, I keep getting stopped. I'm like, I don't know if my, if, I don't know if my career could handle an event like that right now. It's busy enough as it is. Yeah. So, you know, pulling those things off, you know, Joe and those guys that run all those events, I, you know, I really appreciate the work and the effort and, and the time. And then, you know, day of event, you ever seen these guys day of event? They are running around. My favorite you know. of all time was uh, Daniel J. Lewis at the Cincinnati, whatever pod of, yeah, pod fest pod, pod. Yeah. Something Podcom. And he had had like three hours sleep. He looked half to, he was literally kind of gray. And I just walked in. I said, can I help with anything? He's like, Oh, please. You know? And he's like, can you please put these on each door and blah, blah, blah. He's just running around. It was a great event. And he had it at this really cool school that had tons of technology and it was just awesome. And he said, and people said, that's like, this is one of the best pod camps. It was Cincinnati pod camp. There you go. There you um, go. It's like one of the best pod camps ever. And he goes, yep. I'm glad you liked it because it's never happened again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you have these high expectations of what you wanted to be, Steve uh, Sleeper in the chat room. So, Jim, you could just get a party room at Valentino's. Valentino's is a really good pizza place here in town, and they do have this big party room. It's buffet. It's super good stuff. But I wish it was that easy. Uh, I've done a few of those. They're not very good when you, you know, hey, let's meet at a restaurant and we'll try to, you know, we'll try to talk. And then people feel weird because there's people sitting around them and you're trying to do a presentation or whatever. It's and I know Justy's kind of joking, but it's super weird that way. So yeah, I don't know. I I think Dave, it, there are those who are ready for it, and then there are those who are not. And I think I'm in that cap. I'm just yeah. not ready for it yet. Maybe as I get closer to retirement and I and I have a little more time on my hands, uh, maybe so. Well, that's really where your geographic uh, stats come in handy because you could see like what are my top markets in the U.S. So instead of doing one of my hometown, wow, I'm really popular in San Francisco true, or true. Boston or something like that. Uh, Cause I know that's what um, a lot of comedians do. They look at their geographic stats to kind of figure out where they want to tour and, uh, and go that route. But I just thought that was, uh, I, I, but you I, got, then you got to go down to the city. You got to, you've got to oh, manage yeah. all these things from a distance. I mean, it's hard enough when it's in the city you're in. And you start thinking about, okay, if you're having people fly in, because this event I was thinking about doing, we would, most everybody would fly in. So you're thinking about, okay, how do we get people to fly in? And then how do we get a hotel close enough to the airport that they're not, it's not a $30 Uber to get there. And how do they get around while they're there? And is there enough food going on? And what about the events themselves? And we, you want to have presentations and breakouts and getting all the, and then uh, you'll have speakers cancel at the last minute, right? You'll have conference oh, yeah. venues change things on you. You'll get to the venue and the Wi-Fi doesn't work. They said, oh, yeah, we got plenty of Wi-Fi. In fact, it's $150 an hour and you pay it and it doesn't work. And yeah. you're like, ah, and of course, morning of it, when it doesn't work, you don't know. You know, you're like, and so then there's, and there's always people who come. This is the hard thing. So you charge, say you charge a hundred bucks for this thing. People expect a hundred dollars out of that, a value, well, more than that, to be honest. Yeah. They'll, they expect a lot of value out of it. And they're coming up to you. This isn't, <laughs> this isn't what I expected. You know, this isn't what you told me to be. So it's just, it's so hard. I, I wish that upon no one. Yeah. It's uh, and I know Ray was always pulling out his hair because at the last minute, you know, you, you walk into a room that's just right. got no acoustics to it or, yeah. you know, they're it just, he was always doing things. And cause you had like X amount of hours, like you show up here, you've got four hours to set up a PA system and, you know, then figure out, you know, I remember the one thing he did, uh, John legend was singing at it 
you know, and he's like, now I got a mic, a piano and John legend. I'm pretty sure John legend is going to bring his own people (laughs) could be wrong, but you know, um, it it was, Uh, it was always, it can can be an amazing experience. Don't get me wrong. I, I, there's a part of me since I've done a bunch of these, um, on the tech side and there's, there, it's weird. It's an amazing, exhilarating, scary, frustrating experience but i still come back to him as something i want to do you know you think oh this is this could be so great and there's nothing like day of an event everybody's in their breakout rooms the food is there it's working there is no greater feeling than that scenario for for a guy like me yeah. you, you got to kind of be wired that way there's no greater feeling than that so i don't want to discourage anybody i just if you're thinking of doing a meetup and you're going to make it of any size there's some work that goes into it. Just go in eyes wide open. Well, the thing that I didn't realize, and that's where I was playing with my phone last night, at least if you're on a a computer, not your phone, there's a way to broadcast directly into your Patreon. And that's when I went, oh, when did that show up? And I'm not sure if that's via, you know, if you have to connect it to Facebook Live or something or whatever, but I just saw when you go into Patreon and you go to make a post, let me do this live. Um, you have text, image, video, live stream. So I don't know who that is. Maybe Miss Eileen knows. She knows everything about uh, toys and linking things. If I click on that here, okay. So it's not free. Okay, YouTube or Crowdcast. You can get 10% off. YouTube of, is free. Yeah, YouTube is free. So you can use YouTube live. and base. So that was something I thought, well, if you wanted to do kind of a live event for your audience, that would be one way to do it. It'll be one way to secure your video too. Yeah. So that, you know, you have to be, um, yeah, I have to give that a try. That's yeah. a good. Cause I just saw that and was like, wait, has that always I been mean, here? Kind of thing. I just, re- I just record it to YouTube and then push it up. Yeah. You know, they or or give it the link. Um, that's the way I do it today, but interesting. Uh, yeah. Emily says it's clunky. It's through YouTube live. So. Uh, well, that's what we're doing right here. Yeah. So I wonder, if, I wonder somehow oh, pushing it yeah. through to Patreon, if it gets hmm. somehow. I'll have to try it. I'll have to give it, I'll have to give it a try. Yeah. There's some I interesting things you could do from a conference standpoint. There's some interesting things you could do where you would, this is how, you know, you would have to be a pay. Maybe you have a level that is you pay for the conference. And then if you want to catch the live stream, it's 50 bucks more. And then, um, you know, and that gets you rec- recorded access as well. That way you're paying the conference fee. It drives me nuts when people want to don't want to come to a conference, but they want a cheaper live stream. And you're like, why would I put on a whole live event somewhere and then offer it cheaper on the live stream for people not, you know, like you want people to come. That's what pays the bills. You know, you need people live. So anyways, maybe the conference is a hundred bucks. It's additional 50 if you want to get the live stream. So for 150 bucks, you get the live stream plus all the recorded content afterwards and you stream it out this way. Right. And that would, that would kind of guarantee, you know, it'd be an easier way of doing it than a whole membership site. Yeah. Uh, she says you have to schedule it and it doesn't tell you when you're alive. So you have to guess. And then Miss Eileen says, uh, if you do it as like what we do, we schedule an event. Um, the problem is with doing YouTube options that some of the YouTube subscribers end up getting notified. Oops. See, that's the fun part. Well, you would create a separate channel for this. You would yeah. not do it. If you're going to do it this way and you want to keep it secure, 
you would I I think I would create a separate channel that doesn't that so my folks don't get notified. Yeah. And then just keep everything else unlisted, mm-hmm. I guess. That's the fun part. Yeah, creating a separate channel by the way, not not all that difficult. It, no. it can under the same ID, you can create multiple channels and so you could have a conference channel or whatever you're going to do. You could call it a Patreon. You could call it your Patreon channel. And then, um, although could people subscribe to it as they're watching it, could they subscribe to it then? And would that give them access to the unlisted? I don't know. I get, there's some testing to do in there. That's for sure. Uh, Miss Eileen says the crowdcast integration is totally private, but she does like your idea of a separate channel. So yeah. Yeah. I have a separate live channel that I do. We record everything to a separate live channel and then down, download that. I guess we're at the end. Can you hear that already? It's a little loud. That's, bring it down. Well, that's weird because I don't have. Okay. Ah, there we go. That uh, just came on. Boom. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> no. Didn't mean to play up. I thought it went with my slider. So I started oh. it. And when you got done with your thing, I was just going to kind of like, hey, it's that time already. I didn't, yeah, I didn't no. mean to just. No, that's all right. It's good stuff. We're, <laughs> we're at the, we are at the end time anyway. So. That's interesting. I really thought that was. Oh, well, there we, we've learned all sorts of things today. Um, but yeah, we are we are at the end. Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, we spent a whole bunch of time talking about retro gaming. And so like the old gaming consoles like Sega and Nintendo and some of those old consoles, you can now get ROMs and put those like on a Raspberry Pi and have all of those consoles on one pretty inexpensive one. So we spent a bunch of time talking about that. It's out live, ready to go, TheAverageGuy.tv. Yeah, I was watching somebody on on Facebook. They were playing. Oh, it was a great driving game. Like Grand Prix, I think was the name of it, or whatever it was. It was, it was something back in the days of Tecmo Bowl and that whole nine yards. And I was like, oh, I remember that game. I wanted to go play it so bad. Um, on the School of Podcasting this week, I was going to interview. Uh, I have interviewed Harry Duran. Was going to air that. That's going to be next week. This week, I'm playing with more toys. And uh, we'll be talking about those. So I found a, a couple tools for transcriptions. And uh, let's see, what else do I have? But that's basically what I'm doing today. I'm playing with toys all day. So that'll be coming up on the school of podcasting.com. Thanks to uh, the chat room. Thanks again to everybody for supporting us. Uh, if you want to support us, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash support and stick around for some post show. 